1 Samuel chapter 17. And while you're turning there, uh, I'd like to welcome our visitors today. Amen. I haven't had a chance to meet all of them, but uh, Dave and Kathy, is that right? Amen. They're, they're celebrating their anniversary. Amen. 28th. Yep. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> if you haven't already, uh, make sure to greet them. Amen. And is that Nalen? Nalen. So good to see you this morning. Amen. Praise God. We are so happy that you are here with us today. Praise God. Amen. First Samuel chapter 17, verses 32 through 37. And we'll see what the Lord will do in our midst here today. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. Preach for a few minutes on this topic. How to not be a coward. How to not be a coward. I admit it is a bit of a provocative title, but on purpose. Amen. Let's pray and ask God uh, one more time to bless the remainder of his service that his desires, that his heart would be manifest here today. Lord Jesus, we're so thankful for the mighty, powerful presence of God we feel here today. Thank you, Jesus, that you are here. And where you are, where the Spirit of the Lord is, is liberty. Hallelujah, Jesus. Where you are, anything is possible. I pray, God, in Jesus' name, that all of your heart, all of your will would be manifest in our midst here today that your perfect will would be accomplished here. We desire your will. We desire you, Lord Jesus, to hear your voice, to feel your touch. We need Jesus this morning. No one, no thing else. We need you today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Ah, God, that you would come and minister to us here today according to our needs, our desperate needs, and according to your perfect will for us. All these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. So in 1 Samuel chapter 17, we see the account of David and Goliath. Uh, if you've ever attended a Sunday school, if you've ever seen the Veggie Tales, if you've, see, if you've done or seen anything like that, you know the story of David and Goliath. In fact, the, the, the David and Goliath theme is... Uh, is part of our culture today. It was a David and Goliath scenario. And what, what we mean by that is the fact that 
David was the sure loser, and Goliath was the sure winner, and yet David won. And so we kind of use that phraseology today, uh, a David and Goliath scenario. So this scenario starts with the, the armies of the Philistines arrayed against the armies of Israel, okay? <clears throat> Which wasn't all that big a deal. They fought in the past. We see they're going to fight in the future. Uh, so this wasn't anything out of the ordinary for the Philistines and the Israelites. But what was different in this case was the Philistines' champion, a huge giant of a man named Goliath. And the, the Bible goes in depth describing him. He was like a hundred miles tall. He, he wielded, you know, oak trees as clubs and, and just a monstrous, just huge, strong, unbeatable. His armor was thick. His shield was, was like the side of a building. And just undefeatable. And he would come every day before the armies of Israel and mock them and taunt them and describe to them what he's going to do to the, the person that comes out against him. They made a deal with them. If you beat me, we'll be your servants. If I beat your champion, you'll serve us. Now, looking at Israel's past, we have to realize that Israel was never a very powerful nation. The nation of Israel was often very small compared to the other nations around them. Ever since their inception, Moses bringing them out of the the nation of Egypt to be a free people. God would tell them time and time again, I didn't choose you because you were the biggest or the most powerful. I chose you because I've, I've chosen to love you. I've, I've placed my name here. They weren't very powerful. What made them powerful was that God fought for them. God fought for them. And that's why they had victory after victory. Indeed, when they decided to... to decide for whatever reason, this might actually be us. We might actually be getting these victories. And they'd go off on their own. They would fail and fail miserably. Some of us can attest to that very fact. So dependence on God is an absolute necessity for the nation of Israel. They have recently won battles. But when Goliath steps onto the scene, he inspires fear and doubt in the people of God. He inspires fear in the nation of Israel. He was obviously superior to them in every way. He was stronger. He was bigger. He was more skilled in battle. He had better equipment. And he was bold to the point of arrogance. He mocked the Israelites. He mocked them. He taunted them. He wanted to fight them because he knew he was better than they were. And in the midst of all this, this young boy David comes on the scene. He has recently been anointed king of Israel. 
This is where he's at right now. Bringing food to his brothers. Seeing how they're doing. Checking up on them. And as he comes, he approaches the camps of Israel. He hears Goliath taunting the people of God again. But rather than having fear or doubt being inspired in David, David gets frustrated.